96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. This morning, I'm your host, Garrett Ray, and with me is Bryce Payne. And this morning, we're talking about a countdown to clarity, timing your retirement preparations. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Garrett. How you doing? Doing okay. I uh, had a friend of mine give me a message this morning that was a little bit interesting. Uh, just kind of reminds me that the, the clock is always ticking. I was reminded by my friend that 20 years ago today, as we record this show, is the day that I reported to the Citadel to report Oh, as a, as a knob, as a freshman. So uh, yeah, it's getting, it's getting up there. It's <laughs> happy knob anniversary exactly 20 years ago 20 years ago yep, reported right. to my cadre yeah and i learned something about you today i was uh, coming into work and i saw your car there and you have a surfboard in the car i never realized that you surf yeah i uh i have ever since i was uh, a youth i guess you would say since uh, about you know nine or ten i was fortunate enough that my grandparents kind of lived in the wilmington north carolina area and Spent many summers down there, uh, middle school, high school, that sort of thing. Pretty much lived with my uh, grandmother, grandfather. And uh, yeah, spent a lot of time in the water. Still right. do when I can. Very so. good. Very good. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get started on today's show, let's go ahead and do that same old Wealth Guardian service salute that we do every week. Um, if you're out there and you are listening and you put on that uniform on a regular basis, uh, Garrett, Doug, and myself and everyone here at the Wealth Guardians want to take a moment and salute you and say thank you for your service and for all that you do for our country. We appreciate it. We don't want you to go unrecognized, and we realize that there are sacrifices that you and your family make for that. So again, thank you very much. Wealth Guardian Service salute goes out to you this week as it does every week. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get started on the meat and potatoes of this week's show. Garrett, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so talking about just different countdown to clarity, timing of your retirement preparations. Uh, The first one that we're going to talk about is, got to talk about the elephant in the room. Everyone uh, over the course of their lifetime, we do tend to accumulate debt. And the question is, when and how could you be debt free? Um, You know, ideally, we we would like to pay down as much, if not all of our debt, if we can before we retire. Uh, some debt is certainly manageable, uh, so, so long as we have all the other information on hand. Um, you know, and, and things that, you know, we often get this question, Bryce, is, hey, you know, we're debt-free minus the mortgage. We still have the mortgage out there. Right. Right. Is that something that we should be concerned about? Um, of course, it depends. Um, you know, we'd want to do a, a kind of a full kind of uh, background, if you will, of, you know, how much money do we have coming into the household? What are our expenses to include the mortgage? But really, it's kind of getting a plan of what kind of debt do we have? Is there debt there that we don't like to see, such as a high credit card balance, something like that? Um, you know, a, a mortgage debt isn't necessarily concerning to us. I mean, of right. course, you're building up equity into that home, which right. which can then be an asset later on. Um, so, you know, I kind of like to think of it as different categories of debt and just getting an action plan around that if uh, that's something we're still dealing with as we're prepping for retirement. You know, one thing that I've noticed, Garrett, over the years uh, of doing this here at the Wealth Guardians with your dad is that, and what we're talking about here are things that you should be aware of. It doesn't mean that you can retire at a certain age just because your mortgage is paid off, and it certainly doesn't mean that you can't until the mortgage is paid off. But these are things that you need to consider. And one thing that I've observed, which surprises me, because you and I 
are mm. numbers people. Your dad is a numbers person. You're an engineer. We, we live on numbers. I knew from a, a very young age that I wanted to be a math teacher, which is kind of what I do here, that when people are ready to retire in a year or so, mm. I will ask them the question, do you have a mortgage? Yes, we do. How many years until that's paid off? They don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, that yeah. is something that surprises me, and it's something that you need to know or at least plan for it in your calculations. Do you have to have it memorized? I suppose not. But I can tell by the when that question surprises them that they hadn't even considered that. They haven't even thought about that. Right. No, let's, that's one of the things that has to go into all these calculations that we do to figure out, can you retire now? Or do you have to wait another year or a couple of years? If you do retire now, how much can your monthly or, or annual spending be? Right. Those are things that we have to, those are really the answers you're trying to get to. And it, it does surprise me that people oftentimes don't know what kind of burden that debt might be five years from now. They don't, they don't know what's going to be paid off. And maybe they're paying it off uh, early, mm-hmm. but it's only a 2.5% mortgage. Right. Why are, we, why are we in a hurry to pay that off then? Let's rethink this for a moment. So yeah, that is definitely one of the things that we, we have to consider and at least be aware of when and how will you be debt-free. Let's move on to number two, Garrett. Um, are you behind where you need to be from a savings standpoint? Can you realistically catch up? Yeah, you know, we've got... You know, that's certainly something that we're absolutely going to look at is, you know, what what kind of savings do we have? How is that allocated? Is it, you know, a, a potentially a large cash position just at the bank sitting in a money market, uh, perhaps a CD? Uh, have we been a pretty avid investor over our career by way of a 401k or a 403b, something like that? And if we are a little bit uh, behind target, are we taking advantage of some of the catch up? Uh, principles that mm. some of these accounts have, you know, if great, we're above the, yeah, if we're above the age of fifty, or we get a little bit extra room on some of these contributions, yep. particularly into four hundred one ks, four three bs. Have we taken advantage of that? Some folks we, we'll talk to, um, they've been on a certain contribution plan for 10, 15 years, didn't realize that there was an additional catch up, but they're at a state now where you know they've advanced in their career, they're making some additional income than they were say when they're in their late twenties, early thirties, and they have room to contribute more. They just simply haven't adjusted their plan. Right. Right. So. <clears throat> you know, the, the first one, when and how will you be debt free? That surprises me that people don't know the answer to that one. This one here, are you behind where you need to be from a savings standpoint? People rarely know that one when they come to us. In fact, that's sure. the reason that they're coming to us is they want to figure out the answer to that. So I'm not surprised when people don't know that. And quite honestly, even after I've collected all you I have collected all the data that we need to uh, we can eyeball it and maybe have a pretty good sense of whether or not mm-hmm. they've they've accumulated enough at this point. But to be sure, we've got to run it through the numbers. And sometimes it's a close call. Other times it's not. It's clearly they don't have enough saved up or they clearly do. Sometimes it's, you know, that, that gray area that we've really got to fine tune the numbers to make sure. And this is kind of the granddaddy of all the questions here. Do I have enough saved up? to retire. That's where you you don't want to guess that, right? You don't want to retire and, and keep your fingers crossed and hope that you had right. enough saved up, right? This is really what you want the clear answer to, the the definitive answer to. And that's where a financial planner comes in. Yep. And so it, Garrett and Doug and I sit down with over 50 couples a year and help them figure out the answer to that specific question. There's a lot of other questions that go into it, but we're going to get you that answer, and we're going to show you 
uh, how we came up with that answer so that you can have confidence in the answer. But that is a four meeting process that we've Mm -hmm. got to go through. The first meeting is where we get all the answers from you that we need to so we can start laying out those puzzle pieces on the table. Yeah, collect the background information. The background information. Mm -hmm. How much do you have saved? How long are you going to work? What kind of income are you making? How many contributions are you making to your IRAs or your Roths in the meantime? Um, Are your expenses going to go up in retirement or do they go down because you've paid off that mortgage, et cetera? There's a lot of factors that go into that, but we will be able to get you the answer to that. And once we do get people the answer, I like part of the the reward of this job comes to me with somebody was pretty sure that they did not have enough saved up and they were thinking they were going to have to work another five, six, seven years. And we show them, hey, you could retire next year if you wanted to and you would be fine. And here's how we came to that answer. And. You know, some people, they wear their emotions more on their sleeves than other people. And sometimes they can just, you can just see them smile and you want to just give them a break for a second so they can give each other a high five or a hug, realizing <laughs> that they've, they've, they've done the hard part. They've kind of crossed that finish line, so to speak, and they've won the race. Yeah. And, and that's great. And we want to help you come to that answer as well. And you obviously, you want to know that answer. You don't want to guess yeah. at it. And so to go through that formatting process with Garrett, Doug, and myself, uh, you have to give us a call. And it's 336 and it's 391, and it's 3409 after that. 336-391-3409. Here's the best part of that, Garrett. No cost, no obligation. That's right. That's right. It's just their time. What we consider the cost of doing business, we're going to sit down and spend hours of time uh, meeting with you and then going over your plan and and showing you how we can uh, mitigate your taxes, create a uh, distribution, structured distribution plan so you're not taking monies out of the wrong accounts in the wrong years lowering your fees, lowering your risk, aligning your risk with your risk tolerance. All those things come into play here. Um, No cost, no obligation, but you do got to give us a call, 336-391-3409. Garrett, uh, what do you want to add here before I throw out the, uh, the trivia question for you? Oh, no, I think you covered it here. We'll go into the trivia question there. All right, so here we go. It's time for the Wealth Guardian's trivia question of the week. Garrett, on August 14th, 1935, FDR, President Franklin Roosevelt, signed into law the Social Security Act. So take a minute here and happy birthday, happy 88th birthday to Social Security. (laughs) All right. All right. Social Security now has, as you are well aware, an automatic cost of living adjustment, or what we refer to as a COLA, increase each year based on inflation tables. But this was not originally a permanent feature of Social Security. Oh. When did COLAs become permanent? Was it 1939, a few years later, okay. 1951, 1961, or 1975? So that's the question. Huh. When did COLAs become a permanent feature of your Social Security income? 1939, 1951, 1961, or 1975? All, All right. right. All right. I'll have to think about that one. Stick around for the answer to that trivia question and to see if we stumped Garrett on the other side of this short break. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Garrett Ray. And the show's The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Garrett Ray this week. And in the second segment this morning, we are continuing the same conversation about timing your retirement preparations. 
Now, before we get to that trivia question, and I'm looking at Garrett here, and I can see he's got a very confident look on his face, I've got two questions for you. A, are you looking forward to your retirement? All right, well, we live in the triad area, and I know the people of the triad, so I'm confident that that's a big resounding yes. Question B, do you want to make sure that you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Pretty sure that's an an that answer is yes as well. So assuming that you answered yes to both of those questions, then I've got great news for you. And Garrett's got great news for you. And Doug's got great news for you. We here at the Wealth Guardians offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second-opinion slash review of your retirement plan. This includes a deep analysis of your assets, your investment portfolio, your insurance policies, your income needs, your risk tolerance, your risk exposure, tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and even a review of the fees that you're currently paying. Our goal is this. We want to help you lower your fees, align your risk, and improve your overall retirement picture so you can indeed retire the job and keep the paycheck. But just like it was last week and the week before that and the week before that, the ball is in your court. You have to give us a call. If you haven't sat down with us yet, it's because you haven't given us a call. So let's fix that. 336-391-3409. That's our phone number. 336-391-3409. Give us a call or visit us at our website, thewealthguardians.com, to set up your financial plan review with Doug Garrett and myself today. I want you to remember, think about this. The markets aren't going to wait for you. All right. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's go ahead and get to the answer of this trivia question. Garrett, I'll repeat it for you. All right. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's see if my confidence wanes here. You had a couple of minutes there in the break. <laughs> it's time to get Garrett's best guess for the Wealth Guardian's trivia question of the week. On August 14, 1935, FDR signed into law the Social Security Act. That was August 14th, so happy 88th birthday, Social Security. Now, here's the question. Social Security now has an automatic cost of living adjustment increase each year based on infl inflation tables. Okay. Last year, it was 8.7% because we yep. had high inflation. The year before that, it was 5.3, something like that. I, I would love to see high inflation like this more often so that we can get <laughs> these high cost of living adjustments more often. But here we go. This was not originally a permanent feature of Social Security. Okay. So the question is, when did COLAs become permanent? Was it 1939? Think, remember, Social Security came in in 1935. So okay. were COLAs added as a permanent feature a few years later in 1939? Did they wait almost 20 years till 1951? Did they wait almost 30 years until 1961? Or was it a full 40 years later in 1975 that they were added? What say you, Garrett? Um, so the, the truth is, I don't know the answer. I'm just going to take an educated guess. And my guess is in 1975, just because I know that was a high inflationary period of the country. So it could have been a need, quite frankly, for a lot of people who are on fixed income, but I don't know. Aha, there we go. There it is. He was trying to justify his answer. I'll take the stress <laughs> off him. You got it exactly right. Once again, it's very challenging to stress to, uh, to stump Garrett here in the Wealth Guardians radio studio. The first COLA was in 1940, five years after Social Security, but it wasn't until 1975 that they became automatic. 
uh, up until that time. Now, there were some other ones in between there. It wasn't like the first one was in 1940, and then they didn't have any until 1975. But it was completely arbitrary. I guess it was up to Congress. Oh, yeah, let's be let's be kind to the to the uh, the the peasants out there and throw them a little (laughs) bit more uh, meat on the bone. Now, uh, it was Nixon signing a bill in 1972 that we can thank that we now have permanent cost of living adjustments on our social security income. Excellent job as always, Garrett. And if you got it out there as well, congratulations to you too. Excellent. All right. So let's go back to our main topic here, timing your retirement preparations. These are all the things, well, not all of them, but what we're going over here are things that you need to consider before retiring. And uh, we went over a couple here. When and how will you be debt-free? That was one in the first segment. Are you behind where you need to be from a saving standpoint? Right. All right, let's move on to number three here, Garrett. Do you have a structured plan to generate your income in retirement? A structured plan. Yeah, and I would say that this is exactly where a financial planner on your side is. That's going to be their bread and butter. I know this is the part that, you know, Doug, Bryce, myself, this is, this is our favorite part because mm. for folks navigating, you know, that kind of retirement hurdle, they're so used to, and, and rightfully so they've been working a career long and hard. They're used to having a paycheck come in, whether that's bi-weekly or monthly. And they most people have done a very good and earnest job of saving and trying to prepare what they need a little bit of guidance in is, okay, I've got a piece of puzzle over here, a piece of puzzle over there. How do we connect all these to fit into some sort of income stream that is going to work for me in retirement? Social security is certainly one of them. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit further in the episode, but then how do we structure withdrawals or we call them distributions from each one of these buckets or pieces of the puzzle that makes an income stream that's meets your monthly needs uh, and hopefully a little bit better uh, if we'd like to improve your situation in retirement, if possible. And what we do is really lay that out. We also go through, okay, we've got this income stream coming to you from this bucket or this piece of the puzzle. What is that piece of the puzzle's tax status? Mm -hmm. Is that a tax-free income stream? Is that a taxable income stream? Is it tax-deferred? We help you figure all that out. And that's really what we enjoy doing for folks is helping solve that puzzle with them. It takes two to tango. We're going to need your help but we'd like to help show you the way. And so that's that's one of my favorite parts of, of this part of the business. Yeah, no, I think the key word on that is structured. Um, yeah. Because if you don't have a financial plan in place and you don't have a financial advisor and you retire, is your plan simply to s- start taking distributions from your IRA or your 401k, right. whatever you need to supplement your social security? Maybe as soon as you retire at 65, you've turned on social security, it's falling $1,000 short. So you're quote unquote structured plan is just to take a thousand dollars out of your IRA Mm. or 401k every month for the rest of your life. That's not structured. And if you filed for social security, there's something called provisional income, which you are not aware of. You're probably (laughs) familiar with adjusted gross income, but folks, once you file for social security, welcome to the world of provisional income. That's going to determine how much of your social security is taxed. Mm -hmm. 0%, 50%, or 85% of it is going to be taxed. If you're just pulling money from your IRA without thinking about it, that might kick you up in your provisional income, which means you're in the 85% uh, uh, 85% of your social security is being taxed. You can avoid that, or at least there's a good chance that you can avoid that. So if you have a financial plan in place, structured financial plan, we can help you avoid that. 
But I mean, here's here's the great time, Garrett. We have our customized paycheck plan. We do. Right? We've been doing this for clients in and out for here at the Wealth Guardians for 20 years. And it's a blueprint that details your portfolio allocation, your drawdown strategy, your social security filing strategy, your risk analysis, your tax mitigation strategy, not for the next one or two or three years, not for the first couple of years of retirement, through retirement. And if that retirement is 30 years, power to you. If it's 40 years, then that's how long that this plan goes on for. And it gets updated and adjusted every year through our annual reviews. Which makes sense to me, Bryce, because if your physician expects you to have an annual checkup, well, your financial planner wants you to have a financial checkup as well each and every year. Once again, Garrett comes through with the perfect metaphor here. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I've always likened ourselves to being um, financial physical therapists. Let's get you in the best shape that we can. And the plan for you is going to be different than the plan that your neighbor has. And so don't just mirror whatever he does. If you you go into the gym, you're not going to look at what the guy next to you is doing, who maybe has been doing it for years. This is your first time in the gym and you see him doing some power lifts, you're not going to jump in there yeah. and try to do the same power lifts. Maybe we work in. on the ability. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> and that's where Garrett comes in because he's training for the marathon right now. So his his uh, training uh, for the marathon is going to look a lot different than mine. I can promise you that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, and here you go, Garrett. When should you start drawing Social Security? And I'm going to yep. jump in here first ahead of you. If your plan to file for Social Security is, well, on the same day that I retire, maybe I'll <laughs> file a, a month ahead of time. So I get my first check. That's not a plan. You're winging yeah. it. I promise you, you are winging yep. it. And there is a huge chance that that is not the way that is most advantageous for you to file. If only security. we got a dollar for every time we heard that. Yeah. 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 Sure. And people using that term inadvertently. Well, I'm going to file for retirement or I'm going to start getting my retirement. Well, wait, what do you mean you're going to start getting your retirement? That's a phrase that you yeah, and I wouldn't I, use. Exactly. Do you mean you're going to start getting your social security? Or when you file for retirement, I don't know what file for retirement means. Yeah. Do you mean when you <laughs> yeah. file for Social Security? Those are two different things. Exactly. Okay. So that's, uh, Garrett, talk to us about that. What what would, a, what would a sound Social Security drawdown strategy or filing strategy look like? Yeah. So it really, and, and people out in the audience are, are not going to like this question, but it really does depend. You know, are we talking about a married couple here? Are we mm. talking about a married couple that over the course of their careers had vastly different earning histories. So perhaps we had one spouse that was the high earner of the two, and we've got one who's not in that situation. Two completely different strategies could unfold for this couple. We may have the one spouse file much earlier than another spouse. Maybe there's a huge age difference between the two. There could be a huge age difference. Maybe one is going to likely pass away before the other. Those are things you want to consider. Exactly. We have to take in, you know, as best we can, what's our current health situation? Are we both healthy or are we both kind of a little frail at this point? When do you need Social Security? Exactly. If, If you file, if you retire at age 65 and your thought is to, um, file mm-hmm. at 65. Well, do you need your social no. security to supplement no. your missing income? Maybe you don't, maybe you've got some rental income or yeah. something else out there. Things to consider. There's a lot of different strategies out there too, that people just simply aren't aware of. I, I talked to a lady just this morning that had no clue about ex-spousal benefits. And so oh, we've had so many of those. Yeah. yeah. She, she was in a situation married for over 30 years. Their eyes widen up. What, never- what is an ex-spousal benefit? You yeah. mean I can get monies off of my ex-spouse does he does he know does she know this yeah (laughs) doesn't Uh, need to know it i kindly explained to her yes ma'am you can um and she's not currently married so that's that's 
an ideal situation for a strategy like that. So if you're out there listening, uh, this is another one of our specialties where Bryce, Doug, and myself will do a full background of, of your personal situation um, and tailor that social security filing strategy so that maximizes your benefit as a supplement to your retirement plan. Right. Well, keep in mind, uh, now that we've talked about that, we've got a couple more here we could go through, but of course we're running out of time. Always. Keep in mind, you can always tune into the video broadcast of this episode on our YouTube channel, The Wealth Guardians. So just that's at The Wealth Guardians when you go to YouTube to see our studio and our investment quote of the week. It's right up here behind me. You can also catch our most recent episode of our vault video series where we break down individual topics on all things pertaining to retirement planning. So we'd love you to tune into those and uh, if you just don't get enough of Garrett and uh, Doug and myself here on the weekends, there's plenty more of us out there on the YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, that's all the time that we've got this week. We want to thank you for joining us. We hope the rest of your weekend, as always, is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne, along with Garrett Ray. The show's The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And I want you to remember, sound financial plans do not create themselves. This is 96.7 FM. WTOB.